usually talk about calculating the cost of manufacturing, I think we need to talk about um, some different um, classifications, categories, descriptions of cost that we're going to be running into. So the first classification is by behavior, how the costs are going to react to a change in volume. So a variable cost is going to change as volume changes. They will increase as volume increases and decrease as volume decreases. A good example of this is the materials that go into the product. The more cell phones we make, the more plastic we're going to need for the cases. Um, and that would be a variable cost. A fixed cost does not change with volume. It stays the same no matter how many products you make. So this would be the rent on the manufacturing facility. It doesn't matter whether we make 10 cell phones or 10,000 cell phones, the rent is going to stay the same. The next classification is by traceability, whether or not the item can, is actually part of the product we're making. So direct um, costs are actual things that we can see in the product. That's the direct material, everything that goes into it, but also direct labor employees that work solely on the product so that we know that every hour that they spend goes into the product. And the opposite of that is indirect. And we have indirect materials that is cleaning supplies, oil, lubricating um, items to keep the machines going, to keep the factory clean, but they do not, we hope, go into the product and indirect labor, those are janitorial staff and the maintenance staff who keep things running smoothly. But once again, they're not working on the product itself. Besides direct material, direct labor, there's lots of other indirect items which we normally will be calling overhead. And we'll get to that later. Then we have controllability. Something is either controllable or not controllable. And this is from the point of view of the employee and the level at which that employee works. So a controllable cost is a cost that an employee is responsible for. So let's say we've got a supervisor. That person may be um, the one who decides how many hours his employees are going to work. So those um, hours are his responsibility. He has control over those. However, if we're talking about the rent on the manufacturing plant, he does not negotiate that. Somebody else does that. So that is not controllable from the supervisor's point of view uh, because he has no decision-making power in that area. Then the next classification is relevance, whether or not the cost is important to the decision at hand. So a sunk cost is something that's already been paid for and will never be relevant to a future decision. Although human nature makes us want to make it relevant, in reality it is not. An example of that would be if you bought a software product um, and the salesman had a great pitch and you thought it was going to answer all of your problems. But 
it didn't really. Once you got it installed, it really only did half of what you wanted. And so you've spent the money on that. Now, going forward, you might really want to or need, actually, to buy new software to be a more efficient working um, company. But you're reluctant to spend the money because you've already spent the money. Well, that's the wrong attitude. If you're going to be able to find a product that will make you more efficient, then you go and buy the product anyway, ignoring your sunk costs. And the out-of-pocket costs are those that you're going to pay in the future. The new amount that you're going to pay for the new software would be out-of-pocket. The last classification is opportunity cost. And this is if you have multiple options for how you're going to spend your money or your time. Um, the ones you don't choose will really be opportunity costs. So if you've got a certain amount of money and you're trying to decide whether to spend it on that software or a new piece of machinery, then those are your opportunity costs. We can spend it on the, the software. We can spend it on the machinery. If we spend it on the software, then the opportunity cost was the machinery we did not buy. Then we have um, classification by function. And this is product costs. And that's everything that goes into the cost of the product. That's the direct materials, the direct labor, and the overhead, which we're going to talk about later um, in much, much more detail, that are actually part of producing the product. Not just what's in there, but everything that was necessary to produce the product. And we keep those costs all together in inventory. And the other costs are period costs, and those are what's usually expense. Those are selling and general and administrative costs um, or expenses. They are necessary for the company to run, but not for the product to be made. Eventually, your inventory is sold, and it becomes cost of goods sold, and then it becomes a period cost. It's expensed. It's recorded on the income statement. Um, so eventually everything becomes a period cost, but to start with, our product costs are kept together so we know how much the product actually cost us.